Welcome to One Hit Wonderful, the podcast where normally we discuss all those amazing reality shows that unfortunately, or in some cases, fortunately, only had one season. But today, join us as we delve even deeper into our series on the Hills New Beginnings, The Hills Have Size du. I'm your host, Frank Pezzanite III. And I'm Meredith Broadbeck. And today we're going to be delving into episode four, Who's a Better Kisser? Gross. Yeah, super gross. And um, we are actually recording on Wednesday night when The Hills would be airing, but it is not airing tonight because of some award show on MTV. So, um, and we're coming to you a little late because I moved this weekend and it was a little hectic. So um, luckily The Hills is off this week, which gave us a week to catch up. I think it's the Country Music Awards, which shouldn't that be on CMT? You would think so. The other weird thing is my cable switched. I switched from Dish to Fios when I moved. And according to Fios, it's claiming that the next episode is Monday, which I believe is a lie. So I'm hoping my DVR fixes that because I'm going to be pissed if I miss it. But Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'll be home to watch it live next Wednesday to tweet. So we'll see. But something's going on with MTV. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, well, before we just dive into the episode real quick, I wanted to thank our friend and friend of the pod, Diana Metzger, for filling us in on Caitlin's boyfriend, uh, Christopher Brock, who yes. is quite an interesting Google. And I really should have taken the time before I <laughs> announced that Caitlin had a boyfriend. Um, so he is quite a designer and he founded his label with his previous wife. They have a son. Um, they are divorced now, but I believe they're still business partners and they're kind of a big deal. Like they've dressed some big time peeps um, and their wedding was covered by Vogue. Very interesting stuff if you want to take a Google. So thank you, Diana, to for alerting us to that. And I also finally did homework on Caroline, our new cast member slash Caitlin's friend. Um, also very interesting Total Hollywood Malibu kid growing up, went to high school with Brody, knows Spencer, is friends with the Hilton sisters. Oh. Very much a woman about town. Was married to Bobby Alt. He's like a punk mm. rocker. Yeah, I'd never I don't know. <clears throat> um, they have a daughter. They're also divorced. She has a new boyfriend now, but her parents own Demore's Pizza, which I guess is a big deal in California. Oh, okay. Um, and so she is a DJ. She's had a few residencies. She was a model. And then she is also the founder of Pizza Girl tomato sauce. Like they have several different tomato sauces. And oh, of course, okay. they're sold at all the fancy LA grocery stores like Gelson's and Bristol Farms and all that. Um, so she's quite a go-getter herself and actually much prettier than she looks on the hills. Oh, okay. okay. I mean, I like her pink hair, but when you look at photos of her, you know, just like on her Instagram or on the internet, she looks much prettier to me. So I'm assuming she has a boyfriend now that um, she and Caitlin don't um, get down and dirty. No, I don't. No, I don't think so. Okay, bummer. So, yeah, but those are two fun, you know, Instagram internet dives for all of you to go on as well. So fully encourage that. Are you ready? I am ready, and I think we should start with the fact that MTV is ganging it up for Pride with their Pride MTV logo in the corner of the episode. And um, I realize what Justin looks like in the opening credits also. Oh, what does he look like? A priest. Oh, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, he does kind of look like a hot priest. Because he's got this weird 
brooch or like bolo tie thing happening, but it, it comes across as white. So it looks like he has like a priest collar on. I'm knowing him. I'm sure it's a bolo tie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we opened this episode and we still have to deal with this dinner by the pool and Sorry, I'm going to be yawning a lot, guys. I'm going to make you all yawn. So sorry. <laughs> um, well, Heidi is completely shithoused and Brody is being completely rational. Yep, that's... Yeah, <laughs> Heidi's just being like, wow, and Brody's just like, look, like I, she, you know, not, not telling her she can't drink. I just know that like she gets in trouble when she drinks. She asked me to help her not get in trouble when she drinks. I was just trying to be a good friend and I've been there and I'm trying to like help her learn from my mistakes. Yep. You know, I'm not being her dad or being her parent. Like I'm just like, she asked me to rein her in and I was trying to rein her in. Yep. And Brody gets frustrated by it because Heidi's just being kind of a drunk mess. Although- and let's just, I mean, honestly, Heidi forcing her to drink is no different than Brody forcing her not to drink. Like it's no fucking different. Like Heidi, like you are peer pressuring her to drink. Brody's peer pressuring her not to drink. Like you're both doing the same thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, what you're doing is no better. Right. I did find it funny when, you know, Heidi, drunk Heidi, calls him the fun police, but then refers to him as Judge Judy with his lace collar over there. I did think that was pretty funny. I'll give her credit for that. <laughs> um, and is this where we see Heidi have a dance party also? Um, yes, where she is. Well, I mean, I think a lot of that was last episode as well, where she was like fully nude. Yeah. Um, it was a lot. Uh, but the other, this is also where Spencer has his confessional and he says like, Heidi speaks the truth. I just like, you know, I like that Heidi speaks the truth. No, she's just being a bitch. Like just yelling at people is not speaking the truth. Like you can speak the truth and not be a total cunt about it. And Heidi's being a total cunt about it. Well, also it's not her truth to speak, you know, like, <laughs> it's no, not, it's not as though Brody asked Heidi's opinion and she was bold enough to be honest. She inserted herself into something that had nothing to do with her. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but her dance party is quite interesting because she and Spencer really get after it on the dance floor, especially when they're drinking. And she's wearing a, what looks like a handkerchief. Um, it's just a backless top made out of like silver metal mesh kind of, or it's like sparkly. Um, yes. And Jason and Ashley are kind of sitting there horrified, just watching. And they're like, wow, her tits are everywhere. <laughs> oh, actually, no, we're totally wrong. That's tomorrow night. It is? Yes. So this ended with her in the red dress. We're, we've jumped way ahead. Oh, so the stripper outfit is right. tomorrow night. This is yeah. still, so table that. We'll come back to that later. Sorry. Um, which, so which night was Heidi shit-faced and being inappropriate? I'm struggling. Every night. Um, so this is the end of the red dress night. That's where right. they And so, so everybody leaves except for Audrina and Sean. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Don't and make, don't make me talk about it. Don't. Yeah, it was real fucking uncomfortable, you guys. And um, it's just so I hate when it, Sean is using the same kind of tropes that like a psychic would use where, you know, Audrey just like, tell me about myself. And he's like, oh, you're wonderful, but you're really guarded. Like, I could literally say that to fucking anyone. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, that's me. Like, yeah. fuck you, Sean. Like, you're not, you're not insightful. You don't know Audrina. Like, you, you know a couple snippets of her life. And now you're making these generalizations. And she's going, oh, yeah, that's totally me. Um, and he, Sean is a terrible, inter horrible um, cheese ball. Audrina also during this claims to never have been in love with someone ever. 
Which I feel like she was in love with her husband. Yeah, I was surprised by that. I feel like she was in love with Ryan Cabrera, too. Uh, probably, but at least, I mean, I'm sorry, but if years from now I was her child seeing this, to have her say that she'd be like, oh, she never loved my dad? Like, I mean, they were married. I mean, yes, he ended up being a shithead, but I think she was in love with him in the beginning. Yeah, I think, you know, to be fair to her, I think their bitter divorce and the way that they separated, she can't, she can't see that anymore. You know what I mean? Like, she's still kind of in the throes of dealing with some stuff with him, and so maybe she, like, her perspective is a little clouded because he was such an asshole when they separated. Oh, I totally understand that and get that. But I just think it's a lot to be like, oh, I've never been in love before. I mean, she's yes. dated a lot of people. Oh, no. My note says that, too. I was very surprised. Um, Sean also says, here's to us being beautiful together. Um, okay. Yeah. Only because Audrina's sitting next to you, bud. I wouldn't <laughs> I wouldn't say that applies to you. Then he goes in for the most awkward goodnight kiss ever. And she specifically says no tongue. Like, yeah. she's so not turned on by him at all, like, in the least. She can't even fake it. I can't. I don't blame her. I couldn't fake that. Like, can't even fake it for the cameras. No. She's not into him at all. And then he says, we just made out. And I'm like, um, no, no you, didn't. you didn't. I don't think you understand what making out is. No, what's even worse is he sings it. We just made out. Like, yeah. he's 12. You're fucking 40. Yeah. Get a grip, dude. That's not at all what they did. No. It's not. It was a very awkward goodnight kiss. I probably like kissed my grandmother with more passion. Like this is it <laughs> I, was honestly ridiculous. I, I was like, are they cousins? Like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Then we flip to everyone waking up in the morning and we get Amber and Brody and she apparently was blacked out drunk and does not remember anything that happened the night before. Yep. Which surprised me because she seemed like pretty together. She seemed just like kind of quiet to me, not sloppy. I won't remember anything in the morning. And then we get a weird cutaway that I guess the cameras weren't on for that later that night where Caitlin and Amber are talking, but we only get audio. I guess they saw their mics on and we get no video. And I thought it was really funny that so MTV captioned it and they misspelled Caitlin's name. They spelled it with only one N. (gasps) Like they spell it properly in the credits. I mean, yeah. in the opening cut, but like not in the, in the, um, captions. Right. And it's just, um, Caitlin, I, I don't know. Like it, it's Caitlin saying, Amber saying to Caitlin, oh, was Brody controlling with, with you like this? Was he like this with you? I mean, the whole thing is stupid and Brody wasn't being controlling. He was just like, don't get fucking blackout drunk. Yeah. And Caitlin, to her credit, she listens to Amber, but she does duck the question. Yeah. I also thought it was interesting that Amber apparently has been in all of their circles for a while. Like, they all knew her. It's not like he, like, met her out of the blue. No. No. Well, and also, that she actually sounded more drunk to me in the audio than she appeared, like, in the the evening before. Agreed, yeah. And and she kind of sloppily says, he makes me feel like an alcoholic all the time. And it's also because she's drunk and he's sober and he's just kind of staring at her probably. So as a drunk person, it's probably pretty easy to take it that way very quickly. Well, and also, I mean, I get that she is only 24 and like, you you know, whatever, when you're 24, but if you are dating someone who's sober and you're just hanging out at their house, like, I, I don't mean at this trip, I just mean in general, like it's not fun to get shit faced around a sober person. 
and it's not for this fun for the sober person to be around a shit face person. So no, like there. save your drinking for your drinking friends, Amber, like go out and drink with them. Like, why are you getting shit house with Brody? Yeah. Yep. Um, and so Audrina shows up to Heidi and Spencer's room and brings bloody Mary's, which and- is the last fucking thing Heidi needs. And Heidi has zero hangover. She is sprightly. Which leads me to believe, okay, so I know that we were having a lot of speculation before, and there's a lot of speculation online as to how much Spencer and Heidi really drink. Like, is this just for the show? Or is it a plot line, whatever? Yeah. Well, we all know Heidi drinks a lot. Like, we, she was basically an alcoholic when she was on that show with her mother, like the mother-sister Dr. Drew show, or whatever the fuck it was. Um, and the fact that she can drink like that and wake up without a hangover, I mean, she's drinking all the time. Yeah. Like the only time you can pull that shit off is if you're drinking all the time. Cause then hangovers don't affect you. Right. Yeah. So I think and, they do drink a lot. And she seemed drunk to me the night before. She was wasted. Yeah. Wasted. Yeah. So then they have this conversation about why Heidi approached Brody and why Audrina called her over in the first place. And in Audrina's mind, she feels like she was looking out for Brody. And I, okay. Well, I also love that Heidi turned it around and somehow blamed the whole thing on Audrina. Yeah. She's like, you called me. And I'm like, no, you were wasted, Heidi. That was the problem. It wasn't Audrina. It was that you were totally drunk and being an idiot. Also, Audrina called you over. You should have done what Spencer said and just stayed right in your seat and left. Yeah. I've been like, no, fuck this noise. Yeah, Audrina's the one who went over there and kind of picked the fight. Um, and Heidi does admit that she doesn't want to mess things up for Spencer with Brody and their friendship. Um, and this is where Audrina tells Heidi that she and Sean kissed. And I'm surprised. I feel like producers made her tell people. Because <laughs> she can hardly get the words out. And then Audrina or sorry, Heidi asks Audrina if she had butterflies and they cut to Audrina just saying, um. <laughs> and she says his kiss was a two. Yep. Out of 10. Um, she is not attracted to him at all. Like no. at all. Like I, this is the most unbelievable. Like she, there's not one iota of sexual attraction between the two for her, for him. No. And at least with Justin Bobby and fake Audrina romances and at least that was like understandable and like yeah their, you know Justin pontificating could be taken as flirting this is just painful <laughs> it's really bad but I have a feeling Sean's gonna go away soon well yeah for sure I would be shocked if he's even on one other episode um and then also this is when Audrina has like her confessional and she talks about Brody and you know they're kind of doing the foreshadowing of her and Brody getting together and she says you know Brody's just He's really growing up. Like, that's the thing with Aaron. He's growing up. I'm like, he's fucking 37. He should have already grown up. Yeah. Like, he's growing up at 37. Yeah. Well, that's like, you're a pretty, you're practically a middle aged man, dude. Like, where the fuck? It's time to grow up. When she said that she was sticking up for Brody, you know, by inserting herself in his fucking business with Amber, she said, well, he shouldn't be with someone too wild for him. Uh, I think Brody's dated enough women to know who is and isn't right. And yeah. he knows they're all not right. Like, let's be yeah. honest. Like, get out of his business, Audrina. And then in a series of sporting events in this episode, the boys go golfing. Yes, they go to the Madeira's Golf Center, Golf Golf Club, where my family golfs, has golfed there. 
Oh, there you go. Um, I have a lot so, of golfers in my West Coast family. Yeah, Jason and Brandon are the real golfers, and Sean and Justin are just there because producers made them, I suppose. Um, this whole thing is ruining Justin Bobby for me. The fact that he loves Sean, like loves Sean, like they wants to be his best friend. I'm ruined. Like I need to rethink my entire Justin Bobby lifestyle. See, I see it as Justin trolling him. I I was hoping that too, but I don't think it is. I think he truly likes him. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think he likes having someone around to like laugh at. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> That's how I see it. Um, I was I thought- too distracted by the bulge in Jason's golf pants to even pay attention to anything else other than that. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I found funny was that, so Sean not knowing how to play golf to me was a lot like Spencer not knowing how to play poker. Like it just seems like such a classic rich kid thing to know how to do. But Brandon Lee, Tommy Lee's son is an avid golfer and takes lessons. Yeah. And lost. Yeah. And is a shitty, shitty golfer. Yeah. Um, So actually I, I'm a golf hater. So I'll put that out there and Justin being good at golf while hating on it and dressing like a gas station employee it did it for me. I was into it. Oh, I'm, I'm here with you. I love that Brandon claimed he couldn't concentrate and was thrown off by Justin Bobby's outfit. Yes. He says that golf is about rules and dress code and respect, and none of that is going on. And I, Justin Bobby also said, I'm dressed, um, I'm dressed for golf never. It's a stupid preppy-ass sport. Yes. I'm, I'm here with you, Justin Bobby. I, I don't think I've ever been more attracted to Justin than when he said it's a stupid preppy-ass sport. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then he's the one who calls out Brandon. He says, Brandon, who takes classes, by the way, can't even hit the ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then after golf, like, there's more of this Justin, Sean bromance, joking about Audrina vibe. And then Justin makes another mention to jazz hands. Um, and also, Brandon was counting a giant stack of $2 bills, which um, I thought was weird. Was that left over from their poker night? So I do think sometimes dudes bet on golf. For sure. But I mean, I wonder if Brandon just kept, because remember, didn't Jason bring $2 bills to poker night? Like oh. wasn't his buy-in in $2 bills? Oh, maybe. I don't remember that. So, so Brandon must have brought them to the golf course. But I just think it was just weird. He was sitting there counting a bunch of $2 bills. Like I've only seen that like at strip clubs. Like guys used to come to strip clubs with $2 bills. It's like a thing, but yeah weird um but then they joke about like is is justin sean's competition for audrina and then you know jason says something about how he's known her for 15 years and blah 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 well and also this is where justin bobby says like i'm just trying to get like reacclimated into society after COVID. and i'm like no you haven't talked to these people not because of fucking COVID, because you're on a show with them like yeah. you're trying to like reacclimate yourself to everyone because it's time to film Stop trying to pretend like these are all your buddies that you hang out with all the fucking time. No, you only see them when you're filming. Yeah. Well, when we finally get together to watch an episode and record at some point, which we should do. Yeah, for for sure. We need to play Hills Bingo because like (laughs) we'll take shots or something, but like finding myself, freedom, mind, you know, like I'm going to fill a bingo board so we can all play. I'm, I'm here for it. I'm definitely okay. here for it. All right. Um, this is also where Justin Bobby claims to have dated Audrina on and off for 15 years. Lies yeah. and allegations. Yeah. Lies and allegations. Oh, Jazz Hands is also going on my bingo board. <laughs> yeah, Jazz Hands is good. I'm here for Jazz Hands. 
So then the other people who aren't golfing or some of the people, well, actually Jason's just having a very sport filled day. Never mind. He does it all. He does the golfing and the surfing. Yeah. So Jason and Ashley and Brody and Amber all go surfing. Um, and good on Ashley and Amber for being surf girls. I think that's, I think that's hot. Yeah. Um, I always wanted to learn, but you know, I don't really live near where that's possible. Um, so Jason and Brody are talking about the trip and how Amber's doing. And Brody says she doesn't remember it. And then Jason says that it's a last hurrah before they have another baby. Or were they talking about Spencer and Heidi? They were talking about Spencer and Heidi. And so Ashley and Brody have this big discussion about Heidi's drinking. Yeah. Um, and how she thinks that if you're not drinking, you're not fun. And she's really into peer pressure. Yeah. Which is true. Yeah. It's very um, true. And Ashley says that she has a hard time connecting with Heidi because of it, because she can be really aggressive and defensive. Yeah. Um, I said that my note says that when Brody's surfing, it's the only time his hair is acceptable. Pretty much. Also, um, he, I don't know who it is, but someone says they're cold. And I was actually, he tells them to pee in their wetsuit will warm you up. And I said, I didn't know that Brody was into water sports. Yeah. Um, and Jason really likes Amber. He says, or, you know, he was prodded to say it. He said, Amber is rad. And Brody says, yeah, she drinks a lot. She's fucking 24. Like, what do you want, Brody? Yeah. So then Brody says that because of her drinking, he only gets 20% of her and jason who is a rehab guru at this point mind you says well hopefully the 20 percent outweighs the other 80 um <laughs> i don't think that's good advice for anybody drinking involved or not well i think that one of the things about jason is because he is has been in recovery for so long and is mr rehab and whatever like i think he realizes that am um, that Amber doesn't have a problem. She's just like a 24 year old kid who likes to party. Like yeah. she's not an alcoholic. Like she's just young and having fun. And that's the problem is Brody should fucking date someone his own age. So that will never happen ever. Right. But I'm just saying, even if, so say your friend was in a good relationship, but they said that 80% of the time wasn't so good. I don't think you would be like, well, hopefully the other 20% rips. Like that's just not a good equation. Well, and I also want to know, like, how is she drunk 80% of the time? We're in a pandemic. Like, is she just sitting around Brody's house getting wasted? Or are they out going to fucking parties all the time? I think it's that when she goes out and gets wasted now that Brody's sober, she embarrasses him. But, but what I'm saying is, where is she going out to get wasted? We are in a pandemic. Like, nothing is open. They're in California. Like, that's what I don't get. I, like, I don't she's know. acting like, I, like, if they were going to clubs and bars all the time and he was DJing, I would understand his, like, 80% of the time she's wasted. It's annoying. Sure, I get it. But if you're just hanging out at each other's homes in a pandemic, like, how much could she be drinking? I don't know. I got nothing. Well, that ends. And then we get Audrina, Caitlin, and Caroline in a bike car, which I have done with our book club before you were in it when they we all went to my beach house. Uh-huh. Um, and it is super duper fun and I highly recommend it to everyone. Okay. Um, and then, so we get the ladies doing some athletic activity and then we get the boys playing basketball, like just all the sports in this episode. Well, except for Ashley and Jen who just go to the pool. Yes. I mean, Ashley did go surfing early. Jen apparently has done nothing the whole trip athletic. She just goes to the pool with, with Ashley. I would also love the timeline for this. Like, cause I guarantee you it didn't happen in the order we were shown. So no. like, I doubt that like, 
like Jason went golfing and then immediately went surfing and then Ashley went surfing and straight to the pool. Like I'm sure that like the pool was probably in the morning and surfing was later. If it was all one day as portrayed, Jason would have like fallen over from exhaustion. Yes. <laughs> um, then we get the most pathetic basketball game I've ever seen. Yeah. My note says Frankie is the only one who doesn't suck. Yeah. It's I, that's my only note. I don't care about it. Then we switch right to the start of Heidi's apology tour. Yes. Which she starts with Brody. Yes. Um, and she actually, I, I appreciate her apology to Brody. She said she doesn't want things. She didn't mean for things to happen. And she, she admits that she overstepped a boundary and that she was only trying to make Amber feel comfortable, which I guess in her own way, that is how Heidi goes about it. Um, but she didn't, she didn't want to cause problems with Brody. And she does tell him that she's excited. He's back in their life, you know, like hers and Spencer's, not just Spencer's. Um, oh, and this is also where we finally get a confessional with Brody and a ski hat and he looks hot again because his hair is completely covered up. Yeah. Um, I don't really have any other trying to think of what else Heidi and Brody talked about. I mean, there wasn't a lot about it. It was just like Brody being very rational and saying like, Hey, I'm not trying to control her. I'm just trying to help her out. She asked me to keep an eye on her. That's what I was doing. And Heidi pulls out her bullshit again with, I'm just authentic and true. I'm just authentic and true. And she doesn't understand that that doesn't mean rude. Like you could be authentic and true and not be a fucking bitch. Right. And Brody says that Heidi is fun to party with, but not everyone can handle it the way she can. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I thought he was very like calm and normal and rational and good about it. Yeah. And then we have to watch Audrina and Sean again. Uh, Sean apparently has never packed for himself. He claims that friends do it. I'm sure he's implying that the help does it for him. How? I'm sorry, though. How have you never packed anything? Of course he's packed. He's just being an idiot. Like his whole... Like, he is trying to be George Hamilton. He's trying really fucking hard to be this, like, above-it-all, rich, like, everybody-loves-me, lovable, older, rich guy that, you know, is out of touch, but in a cute and adorable way. And it's just not working. And the fucking grandpa sweater needs to go. I said I'm already sick of his fucking sweaters. (laughs) Yeah, it's gotta fucking go. Um, And then she, you know, they joke about like his relationship with Justin and how Justin really likes him. And who are you going to call first me or Justin? And it's so dumb. And he goes in for a goodbye kiss. And again, so painful. So, so Um, painful. So incredibly painful. Um, And then we get, oh, and when he leaves, he waddles like a duck when he walks, like he just waddles (laughs) off. I can't handle anything about him. And I, I want to find something redeeming about it, but I, I cannot. No, because there's not, he's no, no, he's terrible. Yeah. Um, and then we get a lot of montages in the Hills. Now I don't remember this last season, but maybe I've just forgotten, but we get a lot of little snippets of like people getting ready or people doing this. Um, so we get one of those, everybody getting ready for dinner. Um, and, are they back by the pool again? Is that why I confuse the nights? Yes, they're okay. they're back. They're at literally in the same place they were the night before. Okay. okay. Um. So they're at. So they're at. And I we didn't get to see it the first time. So they're at a restaurant called Title. Yeah. Um. And I wrote when I, on Twitter that it's appropriate the restaurant was called Title because Jason looks so good he's going to flood my basement. 
<laughs> Good one. Um, um, he's wearing a pink cheetah shirt with a matching pink cheetah mask, and I'm very here for it. Yeah, I thought you would like his outfit. Um, <laughs> my note says this looks exactly like the night before, and now I know why I'm confused. They probably just like changed their outfits and filmed the next night, like right then. I'm sure. Um, so then Audrina apologizes to Brody for the night before. Brody admits it was a little aggressive. And then Audrina says that she just loves him. It makes no sense. You inserted no. yourself. Just stop it. I was too traumatized by the fact that they were having smoked drinks. Ugh. I hate like bitter, smoky and like those stupid smoke machines for drink. Like, fuck that noise. Fuck it. Um, did you also catch Brody telling the bartender that, like, oh, you have my favorite tequila for when I get back to it? Yeah. Interesting. Well, because I don't think Brody is, like, thinks he's an alcoholic. I think he was just like, I'm just taking a break from drinking now. Yeah. No, it was just. My head's clear. Yeah. Yeah. He put it out there. Um, so then Heidi is getting ready to get turned up again. Um, and. You know, people say Heidi's a lot of fun. She says, I'm always a lot of fun. And then she tells everyone there's just way too much talk about drinking. She's tired of talking about it. She just wants to have fun. And she's wearing, this is where she is wearing her I Dream of Jeannie meets Coyote Ugly stripper outfit. Yes. With her famous Hermes belt. Yes. It is very Coyote Ugly. That's a good call. Very. Mm -hmm. And Audrina and Justin laugh about golf. And this is where I'm pretty sure that I... I can stomach the Sean stuff as long as I feel like Justin is low key making fun of it the whole time. Yes. If he's truly making fun of it, I'm here for it. Yeah. And then Spencer and Heidi are pounding the table. All I wrote was like, Heidi's getting wasted again. Like literally it has not even been 12 hours since her apology tour and she's already getting shit housed again. Yeah. Yeah. And then Jason is trying to get to know Justin, which I'm actually kind of here for their friendship. I could be into that because they've known each other for so long, technically. Um, and we get some classic Justin Bobby pontification. His dad's from Boston. He's a biker. The, you know, the communications issues, no feelings. And, you know, does it affect his relationship now? And then he says, he says something about his freedom mind because it's in all caps in my notes. And like, he just babbles and babbles. And then eventually they cut away and move on to something else. I just wrote Justin Bobby has daddy issues and I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Freedom mind, daddy issues and moving on. Um, Brody learned about his drinking watching Amber. So Brody is talking about how watching Amber get drunk with all these people over this weekend or, you know, week or whatever the hell it is, has taught him more about his own drinking. And I guess like how he wants to be coming back out into it. Um, Which makes sense. I think it's, he's seeing it in a different perspective. Like now he's the partner who is the sober one and having to deal with the, the, you know, significant other who isn't. And he's, you know, well, there's also a lot of foreshadowing about the fact that he's over Amber. Like they kept showing him at the table playing on his phone and ignoring her. They made it seem like he wasn't being very interactive with her while she was at the table. This was definitely Amber's like swan song out of the show. Yes. And then Spencer makes a toast. And did you hear when he was trying to get people's attention? He said, Prince of Malibu over here. <laughs> um, I, I missed that because I was too distracted by the fact that in Brody's hat, his hair was doing this Marlo Thomas, that girl flip. And I have fucking just had it. Yeah. Like cut your hair. I've had it. 
I, the Prince of Malibu thing got me, I made me laugh. And then, so Spencer kind of gives a drunken toast to drunken Heidi and says that yeah. she's the spice and the salsa and the hot sauce in his life. And this is where they have the epic dance party and her boobs come out. Yes. Um, Heidi dances to get naked. Brandon says that her boobs are fully out yep. is the comment he makes. Yep. Um, which he should be used to that. His mom's boobs have been fully out his whole life. So like he should be used to bolt boobs being fully out. Yeah. Um, and so it, that, that ends with Heidi's dancing montage. And the next thing we're at the Hills favorite trope, but I guess we're getting this every week, which is Brandon and Danny waking up in bed again. I know. Every fucking week we get Brandon and Danny waking, allegedly waking up in bed. <laughs> and Brody must feed his dogs like 12 times a day. I feel like we've seen that already too. <laughs> <laughs> um, but then of course we're at Heidi and Spencer's house and they're hanging up Gucci and drinking champagne in bed. Um, and Heidi says her knees are black and blue from dancing, which I totally believe she was going all out. Well, and Spencer um, since he's never seen her whap before. Yeah. That's she did do a lot of TikToks about WAP. Um WAP. yeah. So then I actually really liked how Heidi looked in this scene. I love her a little more casual and dressed down. Um, she's wearing like that mock turtleneck pink. Um, I think it's like elbow length sleeved, just you know, tight top as she unpacks, and she looks really cute. Like she's not overly done up. Um, and they joke about how she's a real influencer <laughs> among the group yes. with her drinking and her dancing. Then we cut to Jason and Ashley in their house. And this is where, guys, I had an interaction with Ashley on Twitter. Woohoo! So I was so so they're in, I guess, the the either the nursery or the, you know, the 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 current child's room, and they're fooling with clothes and stuff. And behind them is a TV mount on the wall with no TV. And it was distracting me. It was all I could think of. And I tweeted that when I was live tweeting. I said, I can't pay attention to this conversation because I'm so distracted by the TV mount behind Jason that doesn't have a TV in it. And I did not tag them because I don't tag anyone when I tweet. I just hashtag the Hills and Hills New Beginning. Ashley must have been looking at the hashtags because it came through at like one in the morning. So when they were watching it on the West Coast and she said, ha ha ha, we just moved. That's why there's not a TV on the mount yet. So yeah. Um, so I thought that was a fun little interaction with the cast. Yeah, for sure. Well, and, you know, it was just a nice observation. It wasn't anything mean, so. <laughs> it wasn't. But it was, But Heather Gloom Cookie actually um, said about my Flood My Basement title tweet. She's like, Ashley should see that and show it to Jason because I'm trying to get a kick out of it. But, but I don't tag. I did not tag because I don't want to be mean. I mean, we can pretend she did. We can totally pretend she did. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then we get another brief interlude at Heidi and Spencer's and saying that it's baby stuff. Yeah. It's time, for, it's time for her to get healthy for the next baby. And the party is over. Sure. Yes. Um, and, then, and then Jason and Ashley talk about Heidi some more and her WAP dancing. Yeah. Is it, I thought it was a WAP. Wet ass pussy. WAP dancing. I mean, I say WAP. Yeah. And I'm old. I don't know. I, mean, I didn't I didn't know it was such a thing. And I didn't know there was a dance that I knew it was a song, but I didn't realize there was a specific dance that went along with it. Well, she's doing the dance from the video, I think, and she's pretty good at it. Oh, okay. All yeah. right. Um so this is also where we get Jason saying he enjoyed connecting with Justin after knowing him for so long, and there's really something there. Um, and that Jason's trying to figure him out and get to know him and why he runs from things. 
And then they talk about how Justin's like an onion. You have to peel back the layers and uh, okay, Shrek. I am very here for that. And I even tweeted that I'm dying to watch Jason peel Justin Bobby. Yeah. Um, but then <laughs> Ashley makes a joke. Like first you peel off his eyeliner, then you peel off his boots. <laughs> I also funny. like that in Jason's confessional, his hair was back on track. Okay. Like it was shorter. It looked really good. Like in his confessional look for the scene, it looked really, really good. So maybe there is hope that this was just pandemic hair and they're all going to get haircuts. I, yeah, I think it, but, but why couldn't fucking Justin Bobby cut their fucking hair? I don't know. Because because he's so free that he can't be tied down by employment or, you know, trade or... I guess, I guess. You know, he just can't, he can't, he can't be tied down to schedules and stuff, Frank. It's just not how it works. And then in our final scene, oh God, we go to Malibu with Audrina and Brody. And... I really wish that we could have an Audrina romance on this show for once that felt genuine or exciting or interesting. Agreed. Audrina has been on this show forever. She's very pretty. We're all rooting for her and they just serve us up the same boring crap. I know. I know. And just because they're both on TV and they're both beautiful humans, it's just a big lie. So annoying. So they talk about whether or not they had fun in San Diego. They say, yeah. Brody says, not really. Audrina apologizes to him again for, you know, yeah, she owed him an apology. I don't think she owes him multiple apologies, but whatever. And then, of course, you know, things aren't going great with Amber. He says it's not as serious as people thought. I'm I'm shocked. Um, and the trip made Brody realize that he and Amber aren't on the same page and it was really eye opening. And they joke about when we were 24, oh my gosh. And how they don't even remember going to Cabo and blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, we never got that footage. <laughs> so <laughs> they joke about their good times. My note says in all caps, I hate Brody's hair so much. No, we got footage of them going to Cabo. Huh? We have footage of them going to Cabo. No, I meant like them getting so wild they don't remember going to Cabo. Oh, oh yeah, we didn't get that footage, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this wasn't Vanderpump Rules going to Cabo. True. Would have been more fun if it was. Um, and then Audrina says she never would have guessed that Brody would end things with a girl for being too wild. It's like, well, you know, like Frank said, he's 37 now. He's growing <laughs> up. Yeah. Maybe he'll date someone in their late twenties for a change. Oh, I don't know. That's how old is Caitlin? She is like a year or two younger than me, actually. Okay, well she was age appropriate. I believe so. Let me I got time to to look it up. She's 32. Oh, okay. So well, (laughs) she was late twenties when they got together, I guess. So (laughs) I like that I said a few years younger than me. I'm 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 shaving a few years off myself now. Um, again, I was so distracted by Brody's horrible triangle hair that I had a hard time paying attention to any of this scene. It was so bad in this scene. So bad. So bad. So bad. And then Audrina tells Brody that Sean kissed her and he asks, who's a better kisser? It's so awkward because I guess he's talking about himself and we haven't seen them kiss. No, but we know they did. Huh? We know they did because remember she, they were making out and then she disappeared on him. 
like right. in the beginning and of the like, dynamic. So if I had to watch Audrina kiss someone, I'd rather watch her kiss Brody than fucking Sean. Oh, for sure. Um, and then Audrina says that she's conflicted about like Sean and dating, which is such no, a crock. Not. Yeah, such a crock. Um, and then there's all this allusion to seeing where things with Brody could go, and they're gonna walk down to the beach, and then she says she doesn't have her bathing suit, and he jokes that they can skinny dip. And then were they holding hands? No. Okay. I look, they were not. Okay. And that's where we end with this super exciting well i think that next week i think they're gonna make up for being off for a week because next week yeah we get i think the end of sean and adrena hopefully like it seems like they're dating next week um we get caroline confessing to caitlin that she is in love with her which is going to be good um we get audrey i think adrena versus heidi like adrena and heidi seem to have some kind of big falling out yeah and is it and adrena is talking to whitney right Yes, it's Whitney yes. and Audrina that are together. Um, and then we get the Waller baby announcement. Right. So yeah. I think I think that next week's will be good. Yes. And I am curious to see what happens with Audrina and Heidi. Uh, me too, because I can't figure out, like it would have made sense if Ashley and Heidi had a falling out and I assumed that was who the falling out was going to be with. So I'm a little shocked that it's Audrina and I can't figure out what Audrina possibly could have done to piss her off, but I yep. guess we'll find out. Guess so. All right, guys. Well, um, we will see. Well, since you're, you're getting this a little late this week, we will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of One Hit Wonderful. You can find us online on Twitter and Instagram at OneHitPod. You can email us at FranklyMareB at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Nana's Mink. And you can find me on Twitter at HeyIt'sMareB. Please remember to rate and subscribe and have a great week, guys. We'll talk to you soon.